0: Hi, this is Pastor Charles Tapp, and welcome to another edition of the Safely Through Another Week podcast. I created this podcast for one reason, to serve as a vehicle to provide you with inspiration as you prepare to enter into the Sabbath rest. Now, if you're like me, many times when the Sabbath rolls around, you have a hard time finding just the right reading, whether in scripture or in a devotional thought, That really captures the essence of what you're looking for Especially when you're trying to recover from an already hectic and somewhat challenging week If this resonates with you, then this podcast is just for you In each episode, I'll share a verse or passage that either speaks directly to the Sabbath or rest in general Along with other thoughts and ideas that I feel might be a blessing to you So if you're ready, let's get started In this edition of Safely Through Another Week, our passage for consideration is Luke chapter 13, verses 10 to 14, which says, Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years, and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to himself and said to her, Woman," You are loosed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. But the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because Jesus had healed her on the Sabbath. And he said to the crowd, there are six days on which men are to work. Therefore, come and be healed on them and not on the Sabbath day. In part one of Jesus and the Sabbath, we established the fact that Jesus made it clear that the Sabbath was a day not only for rest, but also for healing. And as many of us already are keenly aware, sometimes true rest can only be experienced after healing is taking place. I remember when I had to undergo surgery on my rotator cuff, besides being an extremely painful recovery process, It was almost impossible for me to sleep each night due to the fact that I could not lie flat. So for two months, I had to try my best to sleep in a reclining chair. I can't even begin to tell you how uncomfortable that was. It wasn't until months later after my shoulder began to heal that I was able to once again experience the rest that I was so desperately in need of. Now, before we go too far into unpacking our passage for consideration, I think that it's important to mention that this particular instance of Jesus bringing healing to this hunchback woman is the last time we hear of Jesus being in a synagogue. Now, of course, we recognize that Jesus could have chosen to heal this woman on any other day, but instead he intentionally chose to heal her on the Sabbath and in the synagogue of all places. But the question that begs to be asked is this. Why does Jesus continue to challenge their sensibilities regarding the Sabbath? As I have noted before, Jesus didn't reject the institution of the Sabbath, but he did reject the tradition of the elders regarding it. He sought to free the Sabbath from burdensome restrictions and to make it a day of spiritual freedom and joy. So regardless of the opposition that Jesus would receive yet again from the Pharisees from bringing healing and restoration to this woman on the Sabbath, he did it anyway. I believe that Jesus' goal was to help these stubborn religious leaders to finally come to the grips with what the Sabbath rest is really all about. While they saw the Sabbath as something that would bring restrictions and ultimately become a burden both physically as well as spiritually, Jesus saw the Sabbath as a day that should bring both freedom and healing. Another point that needs to be made here is that in healing this woman of this non-life-threatening condition on the Sabbath, Jesus makes the point that what is most important in his kingdom is that of the gospel of grace. And what better way for Jesus to demonstrate the freedom that grace can bring into a person's life than by bringing healing to this woman on the very day that had been filled with burdensome rules and requirements. But what is truly sad about this entire account is the indignation on the part of the ruler of the synagogue toward both Jesus and the woman, because he healed her on the Sabbath. So much so that he is emphatic in making the point that neither she nor anyone else should come to the house of God on the Sabbath with the expectation of receiving healing. And I love Jesus' response to the ruler of the synagogue in verses 15 and 16 of Luke 13, which says, The Lord then answered him and said, Hypocrite, does not each of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? so ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham whom Satan has bound, think of it for 18 years, be loose from this bond on the Sabbath? Wow, please don't miss this. And bringing healing to this woman, Jesus reveals that her burden for these past 18 years was the work of none other than the enemy himself. So in healing her on the Sabbath, It was a direct affront not only to the pharisaical system of his day, but to the very enemy of our souls. And it also becomes abundantly clear here that what was most important to Jesus than the man-made laws regarding Sabbath observance is that of the needs of those who the Sabbath was made for in the first place. So as you prepare to enter into another Sabbath rest this week, Rest assured that what God desires for you is not a time for you to feel burdened down by life or even by Sabbath restrictions created by those who are more concerned with rules rather than the healing of a precious soul. But what God desires for you this Sabbath and every Sabbath is for you to experience firsthand the incredible healing power that both His love and and His grace can bring. Happy Sabbath.